What's going on, Bulls fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related. I'm Hayes. I'm back in the studio. We got a post-game show. We're going to get into the Chicago Bulls win over the Toronto Raptors. We're going to get into all that and more, but first, got to get into that intro. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. What's up, Bulls family? I'm glad to be back talking about a Bulls win. Nonetheless, listen here. Uh, the Chicago Bulls in this game showed a lot of what we wanted to see from specific players as well. Andre Drummond coming in, playing clutch minutes in his 15 minutes, uh, coming off the bench. Uh, Kobe White, only three for 10 off the bench in this game. Now, Javante Green had a solid second half as well. He didn't play at all in the first half, but he was 16 minutes, seven for eight, 17 points, had a positive plus minus of 27 um, points. But then again, the Rook. Dalen Terry, even though the rookie Dalen Terry only played 15 minutes in this game, he had a positive plus minus of plus 13, five points, two for three from the field, but he had two rebounds, three assists. Listen here, all I'm saying is this. Don't be surprised if Dalen Terry is getting this, this is getting some minutes early on. Listen, this team, uh, you know, still not the best game from Zach Levine, only three for nine in this game. DeMar has been solid throughout all of preseason as well. Derrick Jones Jr. gets the start this time, but only plays 18 minutes. He was two for five from the field. Nikola Vucevic as well. Listen, Vooch really hasn't been shooting the three at too much better of a of a percentage than last season, but he's having more of an impact on the game. Vooch is motivated. Nine rebounds, two assists, uh, 13 points from Nikola Vucevic in this game. He had a positive plus minus of plus nine. Um, Vooch is, Vooch is motivating. We know that the extension is coming up during like the, things like that. But Andre Drummond, three for three from three-pointers from Andre Drummond. If Andre Drummond is able to add an open three to his game consistently for the Chicago Bulls, listen, Andre Drummond may be all that talk about, hey, Drummond didn't bring what we need. Three for three from three-pointers and from Andre Drummond, that may tie as many three-pointers as he's hit in his career. If that if that if Andre Drummond has honestly added, if this becomes a thing to where he's added a three-point shot to, to his, his repertoire, you just be on the lookout, especially if it's the corner three. Be on the lookout for that. Andre Drummond in his career, in his career, which is crazy, in his career, he is 15 for 114 from the three-point range. That's crazy. That's wild. That's crazy. That's listen, we'll see what happens with Andre Drummond. That is wild, man. That's that's crazy. That's crazy. So we'll see what that means for Andre Drummond. But listen, this team, um, looking at this team, it's a lot of positive. I know there's a lot of questions around Patrick Williams. He did not play well this game, even off the bench. Are the Bulls really move? Is this more of a motivation tactic? Or are they can seriously consider moving on from Patrick Williams being the starting point guard? That's another question for this team. Billy Donovan, after the last game, kind of played it off. He said it's not a permanent demotion for Zach Levine. I mean, uh, for Patrick Williams, but they're just trying to take a, a look at other things. Oh, man, listen. And it's not that Derrick Jones Jr. didn't play much better, but Javante is locked and loaded this season. Javante Green is going to have a big season for the Chicago Bulls this year. Do not be surprised at Javante having a big season for the Bulls. Um, but, yeah, man, it's – as this as this is starting, right? As we're get, gearing up and, and preparing for the regular season, we're still trying to figure out our rotation. We got one uh, preseason game left for this team. As we're taking a look at what that's going to mean, one of the things that have been certain, uh, I would assume it was the starting point guard. For anybody who thought it was going to be um, uh, Goran Dragic, it's not going to be. For anybody who thought it may be Alice Caruso, seems like they're settled in on having him come off the bench. But it is going to be, I would assume, being our starting one. 
The question is, now that has moved from who's going to be the starting one to who's going to be the starting four for us. Oh, man, I don't know. I don't, I just, I, I don't know what's going to come of this. Um, crazy, 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 crazy. Um, uh, Dan Mills says, Javante Marco. Like I said before, and I, and I know this comes off as saying funny, like, Billy Donovan just does not believe in Marco. Like, we, I think this front office still believes in him somewhat um, and hopes that he's going to develop. But Billy Donovan just, apparently, Marco's just not ready. Now, that is alarming as well, considering he got the three-year deal. I would assume who did not. But Marco is not ready. Um, Adrian says, Dalen Terry's energy is contagious. Absolutely. Like, that 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 goes without saying. Dalen Terry energy and what he means to this team is already paying dividends. Like, people talked about him being that sixth man for the Chicago Bulls. Yeah, yeah. It seems like it. I mean, not sixth man, and he's going to be um, the first one off the bench. But, I mean, as far as, like, a spark plug off the bench, somebody who comes in and provides energy in whatever minutes he plays, Dalen Terry is going to give you that. It's going to be interesting. I think Dalen Terry, if, if right now, I would I would guess that Dalen Terry is probably going to get eight to ten minutes once the regular season starts, which that role could consistently increase if he continues playing well. Dalen Terry is everything you want. You talk about not having a dog on this team, talking about uh, the energy and things like that. Dalen Terry is really playing well in that time. So uh, we'll see what it is, man. Bulls Daily says uh, Marco's not bad. He killed Summer League. Well, keep in mind, Antonio Blakeney was one of the all-time greats in Summer League. That doesn't mean that he's not bad. That that like it's a different type of of competition, and the thing, and that makes it more concerning for Marco Simonovic in my mind because there's nothing more Marco can learn from the G League. It'd be different if he was still getting used to the pace of the game or something like that. Marco played extremely well in the, in the G League. There's nothing left for him to gain there. But if he's not ready at an NBA level at that point, you have to start wondering what his role is actually going to be able to be on an NBA team. You can be great in G League all day long. You can be great in Summer League. You can be great in everything else. But the NBA competition is what matters here. And if Marco has not cut out a time for him to even get minutes in preseason, we saw Marco Simonovic play in preseason last season. The fact that with a whole year, adding to his body, he added tons of weight, added muscle, and he's still only gotten one preseason game and only played a couple of garbage minutes at that then, that that leaves some things to be concerned with there. Like, we'll see. We'll see. Javante and Io looking good. Listen, Io is ready and poised to go. Io DeSumo in this game, 29 minutes, 5 for 10, 2 for 4 from 3-point range, 14 points, 7 rebounds, 5 assists, 2 blocks, 2 turnovers as well, which you got to mention with point guards. That assist-to-turnover ratio needs to, needs to balance itself out a little bit better there. But I would assume it was our starting point guard, period. That, that's that's it. Kobe has been really impressive. I wouldn't say really impressive. Kobe looked okay in this game. He was only three for 10. Uh, he got the most minutes of anybody in the, on the team in this game. Now, he was a plus 19, uh, four, four uh, rebounds, six assists, which his passing was coming along last season as well. But And that's the thing that has always been with Kobe. If that shot is not falling, what else can you give us? And if you're giving us rebounds, if you're giving us assists, now he has to get those four turnovers down as well. But... Uh, in the second preseason game, which Ricky did the postgame show to, Kobe looked really good in that second preseason game. So Kobe is also going to get some minutes for sure. Ian says, glad to have you back. I'm back full and in living color, black as can be. Uh, but no, I'm back. I'm back in the studio. You guys are going to get a lot of double episodes this week as well. Tomorrow's going to be double episode day because I got to get to the mailbag because the mailbag is chock full. I got like 20 voicemails. So you're going to get a mailbag. You're going to get a normal Monday daily episode as well, just kind of catching up from the episodes I missed over the weekend. So be on the lookout for that. Um, but I got you guys. I got Come on now. This is number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related. You already know. Hey, hey, it's two questions. One, do you have any concerns on Zach? No. 
I don't. I really do think Zach is kind of just going through the motions in this preseason. I understand people having issues with that. But it, we've seen times, right, We even in the first two games, periods where Zach just takes over and, and, and for a two-minute stretch. Zach has it. I just really think that, you know, this is more of a, hey, let's get you back in game speed. Let's get you back with that type of thing. I don't – I'm not concerned right now. Now, if this continues in the regular season, past three or four games – all right, then the sign for concern. But right now, no, I don't have any major concerns about Zach because I think this preseason is being looked at to work everything else in the rotation. When you look at them bringing in P. Will in and out, when you look at Javante's minutes fluctuating, when you look at even the fact that they allowed Andre Drummond to take threes in the game, working in Daylon Terry's minutes a little bit more. So I think that that's what that's about. I'm not really too worried about it right now. Uh, Antonio Blake in the LOL talk about a throwback, man. You remember when people really thought he was going to be the scoring answer for the Chicago Bulls? Man, my boy Zach don't trust his knee yet. Give him some time. He's going to go to show why he's worth that contract. I have no doubts that Zach Levine is going to show why he's worth that contract. I'm not worried about it. I know some people are, especially the anti-maxers that did not want to see Zach Levine get that contract anyway. The fact that they he's given them ammo with how he's played so far in preseason, but I'm not really worried. I don't even think it's trusting the knee thing. I don't personally see it as a trust in the knee. I just see it more of a, he was out of basketball for a minute. And then how he played last season, I think that is more of a conditioning thing. And I also think that this they're working on specific things in preseason. I don't know if Zach Levine going off is necessarily one of them, but we'll see what happens with DeMar. Uh, so I already answered this. Uh, two, did you catch the Bear games? you have any thoughts? My thoughts on the Bears game, uh, make sure you're subscribed to Chicago Bears Central. I wasn't able to be on the post-game show today, but I will have my daily episode over there on Monday as well, which I'll talk about that game heavily in my thoughts. Just know this. There were a lot of good things. I loved seeing how that team came together and how they fought adversity, how they brought back and were even in a position to, to, to possibly win that game. But I'm almost done with Luke Getzey and his play calling in a lot of ways. But, you know, that's for Chicago Bears Central. Subscribe over there if you want my Bears uh, thoughts. The bench unit is critical and will help keep us in games their defense and athleticism will be key well keep in mind this right having dalen terry alice caruso javante green if he's not a starter andre drummond and kobe white and then even if, if javante is starting even patrick williams and what he's able to give defensively that's going to be a team that's going to get turnovers they're going to get out in transition they're going to be fun to watch in transition and then if you if if andre drummond is going to start being a three-point threat for us as well which is crazy um I, our bench unit is going to be much better than people are thinking, and especially with the way that we start off the season. Our our strength of schedule at the beginning of the season is, I think, top four or five in the league. We're going to need that bench. We're going to need that bench to be consistent as well. And always having somebody, it may not always be Kobe White. It may not always be Javante. It may not always be Alice Caruso. It may not always be Dalen. But to have a bench that you always know that there's somebody, one to two to three players that are capable of giving you double-digit points or close to it every single game coming off the bench with that brand of defense, it's going to get really interesting for the Chicago Bulls, and I trust that we're going to have a really good defense this year, really good defense and really good bench rotation. Shane in the building, he says, I look at it like this. Uh, with Patrick Williams, all he needs to do is just drive into the paint, and he will be able to get easy points like Jimmy. Completely different styles of game, completely different makeups of bodies. Um, Javante isn't nearly as limber as what a, as what a uh, I'm sorry, Javante. Patrick isn't nearly as limber as what a Jimmy Butler is. I'm Again, when it comes, like, if you look at that first preseason game, Patrick was aggressive as he needed to be. He took the shots that, he, that, that they came to him. He didn't hesitate. When people came out to him on the three-point uh, line, he tried to get into the inside. He just didn't hit the shots. I think it's going to – keep in mind, it, it preseason is preseason for a reason. Sometimes it takes a little minute to really get into, into rhythm, right or wrong, right? And I know people are going to say, fourth overall pick, he needs to get it going, everything. I agree with all of that. 
But we'll see. Let's see what it looks like coming into the season. Let's see what it looks like. Let's see what, how, how they finish the last preseason game as well. BKR Sport, my brother in the building, says, what's the drink of choice when the Bulls win the championship this year? Um, I just got some Japanese whiskey. I'm going to be hitting that a lot this, this season. Um, hey, Hayes, what are your thoughts on that pool green brawl? I'll get into that on the daily episode uh, tomorrow, so be on the lookout for that. I'm going to catch up on everything. Everything that I've missed in basketball will be caught up on. And on top of that, outside of that, I'm just going to say NBA Central. Be on the lookout for NBA Central. That's all I'm going to say with that. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, is it time for P-Will? But, uh, is, it, is it still time for P-Will? But how long is it going to take? I hope he finds himself when the season starts. From Vincent Harris, that is a great point. Like, I've said this before. You can only bet on potential so long, right? At some point, you have to make a decision. And he's going to get his extension. I don't know if that extension is going to be maybe what it was going to look like if he came into the season firing off. But when you have the offseason that Patrick Williams had, when you work with with, uh, with DeMar DeRozan, when all things, you, you, you can't come out like this. Bro. Like, I, I love Patrick Williams. I'm not nearly ready to give up on Patrick Williams. I'm not an anti-Patrick Williams guy. But I will say this, like, him being moved to the bench and then playing kind of a mixed bag still. This game was bad. Um, it's going to leave a lot to be desired. So he has to figure it out, right? He has to figure it out, and he may find himself during the season. This Facing this adversity may be what he needed. We'll see. Remember, he came into last season. I mean, when he came back from his injury, he played off, off the bench for a while. He got back. He got into a little bit of a groove, ended up coming back into the starting lineup. Things need to get ready for him. So what he bloke, not going to lie, Kobe kind of balled tonight, even though he had seven. So he did everything. And that's, oh, I go back to what I said before. That's always been the thing with Kobe White. What can he give you when the shot isn't falling? For a large part of his career, it was kind of a mixed bag. This game, he was three for 10, one for five from three-point range. But if you watch the game, right, the box score people are going to come and try to obliterate Kobe. But when you watch the game, there was enough positive that he did in there that you understood why he played 30 minutes in this, in this game. And that's what you want to do. Your shot isn't always going to be falling. So we'll see. Bulls didn't add shooting. Andre Drummond hold my bit. Bro, that is crazy that Andre Drummond hit three three-pointers. That's crazy. That's crazy. Luke Mastier says, hello, Hayes. What are your thoughts about this rotation? I know that when the season begins, this will stop. But I'm loving how the guys are all showing up. Their plays, hugs from Brazil. I wouldn't necessarily say that it's going to stop. When you look at the Bulls' schedule, right, the fact that we only have the rest advantage in nine games this season. That's it. Every other game, we have the rest disadvantage, meaning we're coming in with less rest than the other team. While the minutes are always going to fluctuate, I can easily see, like, the, the the 12 players that Billy Donovan played in this game, I think it's 12, 12 or 11, that he played in, the, 11 played in this game. Outside of Gore not playing, you can see this being the rotation that he goes to, and it, and it just depends on what, 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 what shape the game takes on who's going to play, who's going to get the most minutes. But I do think that we're going to be a deep team this year. We're going to be a, deep, a team that goes deep into the bench more often than not. We're going to try to conserve DeMar DeRozan and Zach Levine where we can. Those 38, 39-minute games, I think, I hope, I hope come down a little bit if we're playing well and if we're winning. So, yeah, the rotation is going to change some as the regular season starts. Dalen Terry may not be getting 15 minutes. He may get more spot-up minutes and earn a bigger role, but – Every story, I mean, every season has its own story as far as the rotation. And you find your perfect rotation. I really say, like, we got to give NBA teams about 20 games to really pinpoint that rotation. With, and that's if they have health in those games. That rotation will start to work itself out. You'll start seeing who's going to always get have it, who's going to bring it, who's the most consistent. But be on the lookout for the first 20 games for it to be fluctuating, for it maybe to be, especially if we're winning games, 
for it to be some players that get in and we take a look at what they are, it's going to take shape. It's going to be a while, but it's going to take some shape for sure. Uh, hey, Hayes. Uh, hey, what's good, Hayes? Shout out to all the way from PR. Great comeback for the Bulls, which is especially impressive being that the bench players outplayed the Raptors bench to get them the dub. Jose Sanchez, listen, if we're being honest here, right? Vooch, been really good. DeMar, has been really good. Io has kind of been up and down, but more good than bad. Everything other than that, the bench has drastically outplayed every other starter out of that. When you look at Javante, whether you consider him a starter or not, played great. Javante's probably been outside of DeMar and Vooch, our most consistent player this offseason. Dalen Terry, while not always scoring, has been consistent with energy. Kobe, two games, right? Not just in the first game, has given you something. Drummond, seemed like he needed to get more in rhythm. Now that he's going, he's, he seems good. Listen, this, this team is the, the bench has really shown me a lot. And while I was coming into the season wondering, are we still going to be that team that is only that's 29th in the league and been scoring? I'm not really worried about that no more. I'm not saying we're going to be tops, but we're probably going to be more of middle of the pack now. And that's before we, and then imagine once you add Alonzo Ball back to this team, if he does come back healthy in January, there's a lot of positivity on this team and a lot of positive outlook you can pull from this. Certain things with that still, we'll see with that. Is my background Star Wars lightsaber uh inspired no so my background is, is simply this right so i'm a most people know this i'm a photographer by nature i do photography i do short films so when you these are called hair lights so what it does it adds more separate like my background looks far as hell like my background is less than three feet behind me like literally there's less than three feet behind me in the wall so the light is only to make it have more depth so it just seems a lot more deep than what it is um, so that's why the lights are there. That's all it was there for. It has nothing to do with lightsabers. They do look dope and they do look like lightsabers. I will give you that. Um, but it had nothing to do with that. It's, it's to add depth so that it doesn't feel so claustrophobic. Like one of my favorite Chicago Bulls channels, the Bull Show, uh, by Aiden. Great, love him. Um, but one of the things that he could work on is like, is and, and again. Most people don't come from the background I come. I actually made short films. I've worked on several of them. So I know how to do little types of camera tricks. Um, so that's what that's for. It's to make it seem like there's more space between me and the background than what it is. So I know I just went on a long ass explanation for something that has nothing to do with basketball. But, you know, there, there you go. So we got to wait 50 games for Pat to ball. huh? Well, you got to temper your expectations. Pat was never going to be on this team with DeMar, with Zach, Going to get and and Vooch playing well. Was not, he was not going to be a player that gets, but that gets a ton of shots. So therefore, he was not going to be the people who like think that Patrick Williams because he's the fourth overall pick needs he needs to be scoring eighteen points per game. That was likely never to happen with this team. Now, one thing that I do think Patrick Williams is going to get is about nine to ten shots per game. And if he's back in the starting lineup and he needs to take that and hit those at a decent clip, you're looking at Patrick Williams on on nine to ten shots per game. I'd say we need to expect from him twelve to thirteen points per game and being solid everywhere else. But if for the people who are looking and, and think that Patrick needs to be this 18, 19 point per game score, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen on this team. And I don't think that it was ever meant to be. I think that hopefully what they were hoping was once DeMar is, is leaves the Bulls or whatever else, that Patrick Williams has now used those three years of DeMar being here to get ready to be to that point. Now, we haven't really seen that yet. Now, part of it is he missed all of last season. He hasn't looked the best in preseason so far. But it's not going. It's not going to be this. Um, this all of a sudden, um, eighteen point per game score from Patrick Williams. Um, Dan Miller says, "When should we worry about P. Will considering he was a top five pick? Again, he didn't decide to be a top five pick. The Bulls considered him to be a top five pick, and so." Yes, I understand having high expectations for a player that was drafted that high. But at the end of the day, you just want to see him be a productive player. 
the aggressiveness is one of the things that we need to see from P. Will. I'm never going to be somebody who at this stage with the way that this team is made up that says that P. Will needs to score a bunch of points, but he does need to take his shots and hit them more consistently. He got eight shots in this game, hit one of them. That's not going to cut it no matter where you're drafted at. So I'm a little bit more patient with it. Again, not everybody's going to be a player that comes in, and especially he didn't have a second season for real. It's going to it's gonna be that type of score. You got to look at the makeup of the team. Most fourth overall picks go to terrible teams where they're just getting a bunch of shots, and they develop that way. P. Will didn't come into that. P. Will even in his first season came into a team that was trying to make the playoffs, that most of the offense was going through two guards and Kobe White and Zach Levine. So, you know, we'll see. Kobe White has averaged seven and a half shots per game for his career. Career. Now, some of that's on him. Some of that's on the coaching staff. So you keep that in mind. Uh, nobody working harder than Hayes. NBA Central 2 on the way. I don't, there's rumors. There's rumors. Rumors of that. Let's see what else we got. Why can't Marco Simonovic get any play on the court? Because he's, he's not good defensively. Marco has a great offensive skill set. But looking at what the Bulls, I mean, some could say that the Bulls do need offense as well, right? And they need some size. But if you're if you're only scoring 8 to 10 points, but you're giving up 12, you're not a positive player. And what we have seen from Marco on the NBA level, and he, like in G League, he looked better defensively, but that was against much lesser competition. Do I do I still think Marco needs to get minutes? This is the time to give Marco minutes to really see sink or swim. We don't need to be winning these preseason games, but the fact that he hasn't in the first preseason game, Tony Bradley got off the bench before Marco Simonovic. That says to me that there's something going on in practice that he's not showing. That's an issue. I think we're better than the Hawks and the Raptors. I agree with you 100%. See red all day over here, but I definitely believe that. Marvin, the motivator in the building, he says the team is deep enough that we uh, might be able to wait on P. Will. I know we all want to see him, but let's just win games and bring him along slowly, guys. Listen, at some, I, I, I think this, right? You can bring somebody along slowly to a point. At some point, it's sink or swim, right? It's sink or swim. Now, I think that, again, most people that look at Patrick Williams just talk, like, the, the, the thing that throws my mind, right? is the i'm doing the r kelly thing you gotta think but no um the thing that throws my mind sometimes is that people talk about io DeSumo's rookie season and they talk about patrick williams rookie season in completely different lights when if you look at their numbers they were the exact same when you look at the rows pretty much the exact same in a lot of ways now io showed more flashes of, of of not shying away from big time moments and i will give you that but at this point people were like they herald this thing like 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 Patrick Williams, it's all about the numbers, and it's not just about that. Now, he does need to produce, but it's more than that that goes into the game of basketball. And for the people that just look at the box score, they're going to look and say, oh, our fourth-round rookie only averaged nine points per game, our fourth-round rookie, our fourth overall pick only averaged nine points per game, when well, you actually have to watch the game of basketball that's being played out there. And while, yes, as I said, I will always put some of that on Patrick Williams and his inability or hesitation to take certain shots at times, but this offense also – they don't run a lot for Patrick Williams. They just don't. So it's a combination of the two, but at some point you do have to sink and or swim. Mixo says it's better than the Cavs. Absolutely, bro. Listen, people, I can't wait. I can't wait till we play the Cavs. Let's see what else we got. Pat the designer in the building. Hey, man, Drummond Vooch starting lineup. <laughs> if he's knocking down threes like that, listen, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. But that's wild, bro. That is wild. At Chicago Bulls Central, do you think Andre Drummond shooting threes in the regular season is a thing and would it make our team more dangerous in a top three seed? No, it's going to take more than just Andre Drummond hitting threes to make us a top three seed. Let's just be clear with that. Do I think this team has the potential to be a top three seed? Yeah, absolutely. I do. It's going to take a lot of work and a lot of work. Um, uh, this team coming together and having people step up big time. Um, 
But Andre, if Andre Drummond is going to be a three-point threat, like I said, even if it's on the open three, or even if it's open, uh, he's the trail man sometimes and hit threes. And if defense is just, they pack in the lane and they're just like, oh, Andre's not going to hit threes and he can start hitting those, that completely changes the complexity of this team in a lot of different ways. Now, it's been one game, right? So let's not overreact to one game. Let's see how it comes along over time. But if it does become a weapon, that can be dangerous. Alana, also I noticed at first that they didn't feed Vooch the ball too much, but they started to in the second quarter. Yes. And this one thing that we have seen is that it's an, more of an effort now to feed the big man down low. And there's been more of an effort from Vooch to perform in that area. And also, Vooch has been performing defensively quite well. They don't give defensive ratings for preseason games. I would love to see what Vooch's defensive rating has been this preseason because Vooch has been in position. He's rotated well. He hasn't gotten caught in pick and rolls as bad. He's been some of that, but not as bad as what he did last season. He's, he didn't get any blocks in this game, but he's been killing it in the blocks as we're talking about needed to add rim protection. Vooch is focused. And to Shay's point, I know Shay. Shay's rubbing his nipples right now to Nikola Vucevic's name being mentioned. Vooch has been performing very well. Now, if this continues, if Vooch is going to be that outside threat and, and more so than be a be a three-point shooting big man and just be a big man who can't hit three-pointers to pat the designer. He, he coined that. Like, it's going to make this team much more dangerous, period. Cap lives. What's going on, brother? Adrian says, we didn't make a huge blast this offseason, but our depth looks like a bright spot. It would be critical during the dog days of the season. You are absolutely right there, brother. The depth of this team, considering, like I said, our, our how many back-to-backs we have, things like this, if this is going to be a consistent thing for the Chicago Bulls to be able to rely on this season, and then you have a young rookie who's coming in with energy, Kobe seems more engaged, more focused, he's been more consistent. So that's one thing with me. I'm a big, I, I, I would say it if the Bulls are bad, I'm going to hold true to it if, since the Bulls have been looking good. It's still preseason. We got to see if this is going to be the story throughout the regular season. But there's a high probability and chance that it will be. I uh, also wonder why Drew didn't play in this game. Vet played two games preseason. He, he, he was more in rhythm in the second preseason game. They probably feel like they don't need him to. Uh, let's see. Hey, Hayes, do you think the Bulls are Darko Milicic in Paul, uh, the Paul? Uh, no. I would I was this. Paul's all already looked like a more competent player than what uh he he Darko looked like. I'm still here. Triple B Nation. Did you go somewhere? I must have missed something in the comments. Bull Central, do you know this makes Ben Simmons look more of a bust when you got Bam out of bio and Andre Drummond potentially stretching the floor? The main is just a person uh with no arm strength to shoot. I mean, listen, I'm not uh, comparing every player like Ben Simmons is who Ben Simmons is. And when he's on, he's one of the best defensive players in the league. He's a great passer. And he, as his size playing point guard, he's great at those type of things. It does his inability and fear to shoot at times is going to bite the team in the ass. But, yeah, that's why team makeup is important. And luckily he's on the team with two players that do not fear shooting or the big shot at all. So we'll see how that comes along. Um, but, again, he's not a bull player. I don't care. Uh, I don't give a damn about Ben Simmons personally, so it is what it is. Um, <laughs> a super chat from El Trapo. Hey, th first, uh, thank you, brother, for the super chat and supporting the channel at that level. Bulls championship this season. Let's go, Bulls. Listen, I'm telling you all right now. I said it. I said it before. I'll say it on this one. If the Bulls win the championship this season, I'm taking a bottle of tequila to the head, and then we'll see where the rest of the live stream goes. But when the Bulls seal the championship, the game that they actually win, title number seven, I'm taking a whole bottle of tequila to the head, and then we'll see how long I can stay streaming after that. I may pass out midstream, but that's going to happen, period. That's going to happen. I talked about this a little bit earlier as far as do you think Levine is underperforming? No, I think Levine is, is getting back in rhythm. I think it's preseason, and Levine knows he doesn't 
have anything to prove in preseason. And we'll see with that. We'll see. He only took nine shots in this game. Hasn't taken a lot of shots overall in games. But Levine has shown the second quarter, the end of the second quarter in the first preseason game. He took over that quarter. He scored what? I think it was like nine points in like three minutes. Levine still has it. This is coming along. We Veteran players like Levine don't have a lot to prove in preseason. They just don't. Now, We'll see if this if this starts off still in the in the beginning of the season, then, yeah, we're going to have some cause for concern there. All right. I know it's a little early, but I believe the Chicago Bulls can't wait to prevent to prevent. They can play with to prove. Maybe I'm guessing what you mean by that, to prove they can um, play with the with the good teams. And it starts with Miami Heat. I believe they're going to win that game. Hey, from your mouth to God's ears. Um First game of the season. Listen, it's going to be litty around here. You think that these preseason uh, post game shows are lit? Just wait. Just wait. Just wait. Uh, I think Levine is giving Vooch more time to get acclimated or maybe coach wants Vooch to get more touches so he can get in his groove before the regular season starts. This is from Triple B Nation. I agree. I said this before. It seems like they're working on specific things in this preseason. That is feeding the big man. Vooch has performed great. Like, the way that Vooch has played so far this preseason and people are still Vooch haters, just it drives me crazy. It drives me crazy. Hayes, keep it real. We're not better than the Cavs. Oh, no, we're better than the Cavs. Listen. The Cavs have a front court that is probably going to be the best front court in the in the league in in the next two to three years, but I'm not believing that backcourt. I'm not believing that backcourt when defensive pressure gets on when they need to make a stop out on the perimeter. It's easy just to say, oh, they got Isaac Okoro and and the two bigs are going to stop people from penetrating. All right, what are you going to do when you have two guards that are going off from mid range and three point range? You got to stop something out on the perimeter. Isaac Okoro can only guard one player. So no, I'm not. As of right now, I have to see. I'm not. I'm not believing that the Cavs are better than the Bulls right now. I'm not. I'm not saying that we're that we're hugely better than them. But I'm not giving them the credit over the Bulls right now. I'm not doing it. Let's see what else we got. One thing we need to clean up is turnovers. 100% agree with you here. The turnovers definitely need to get our turnover to assist ratio has not been good over the course of the season. This game we had 23 turnovers, 29 assists. We need to take better care of the ball. In games last season where the Bulls were productive at, we took care of the ball way better. We do need to take care of the ball considerably better. I definitely agree with you about that. Yeah, my sister's calling me. I will call her back. Ricky in the building. He says when a player is a former also or former all-star. What? I have no idea with it. What he's fucking with somebody. Pat Zach Levine is the worst signing of the offseason. Just pre uh, preparing for the fans in the locked on live. Absolutely, that's crazy, bro. That's funny because you know it's coming. You know it's coming. Kobe getting his confidence back. Hey, and keep in mind, this was his first full offseason. His fourth year in the NBA. He had his first full offseason. Period. So yeah. That Javante vertical leap was, uh, was crazy. Javante's leap is bananas, bro. Is is bananas. It's ridiculous, ridiculous. Uh, Javante Green is balling, balling out of control right now, bro. And I'll tell you what, Javante, if he if he does not end up being the starting power forward, if they do move Patrick Williams back into that, Javante Green and how he's been playing in this preseason, if he continues that in the regular season, Javante Green has a chance to win six man of the year. Period. Javante Green has a chance to win sixth man of the year with the way that he's been playing this. And, and keep in mind, he didn't even play in the first half. To Ricky Fontaine's point, I think he was in street clothes. Came in 16 minutes, seven for eight, two for three from three-point range, 17 points with a positive plus minus of, of 27, five rebounds, one assist, one steal. Javante Green, if he keeps this up, has a chance to be sixth man of the year. Remember I said it here. Eight Live says, told y'all about Green, though. I'm not shocked. You did say, you, listen, and that was, that was what, like three weeks ago, you sent in that voicemail that Javante Green could potentially be the, the secret weapon off the Bulls bench. And 
Listen, shout out to you, bro. You were the first one I heard saying. Uh, I think Io is going to take a big leap this year. We'll see. We'll see. Stefan, I wouldn't I wouldn't say that. Don't bet on that. He didn't start this game. They, listen, it's something to be said about having a weapon like Javante off the bench. No matter how Patrick Williams is performing or not, there's something about having that type of weapon off the bench. It transforms teams. Imagine having to deal with Zach Levine, DeMar DeRozan, who just each dropped 15 to 18 points on your head in the first half, right? But then you still got an energized Devontae Green and Kobe White, for that matter, coming off the bench. So let's not let's not necessarily just assume that Devontae is going to be starting even with how good he's playing. Because as we saw last year, you need production off the bench. Now, Kobe could very well just be that, right? Kobe's being more consistent. He's giving things when he's not scoring. His shot's not falling. But we'll see. We'll see as my phone picks up on stuff. I always like Javante. Dude is a beast. Uh, that killer instinct, uh, him killer in him, get a bucket at all times. Bro, he's a, he's a threat to do whatever. He's the threat to do whatever. Who we got next? Who do we play next? Who do we play for the last preseason game? Let's take a look. What's going on with my computer? So next up, we got Milwaukee. Oh, we got Milwaukee on Tuesday. Milwaukee on Tuesday. That should be fun. That should be fun. Milwaukee on Tuesday. I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it. Listen, listen. Can we can we get can we get Dalen Terry yamming on uh Grayson Allen just one time? But all right. All right, all right, all right. We're gonna get ready to wrap it up. We still gotta do locked on live tonight. Uh woo dunking on Chris Mid. Hey, I hope so. I hope so. Kobe hit those eight threes. That's who he is. Listen, y'all in here with the season ain't even started. Why y'all? Why y'all doing trades? Like, calm down, calm down with this. Calm down, chill out, chill out. Uh, no, I actually, I'll, I'll leave this, and this is probably be the last question that I answer, a comment that I respond to. Jose Sanchez says, Hayes, as much as I, I hate to say it, I think that Javante Green will price his way out of an extension from the Bulls next season. I don't think that because I think of this. Let's say Kobe and Javante both have productive seasons. You're not going to lose both of them. And Javante, even that, Javante's 29 years old. So, and keep in mind, there's only a certain amount of extension. You can only get a certain increase over your contract. You can't, like, go from... Javante Green is 29. Javante Green is making $1.6 million per year. No team can come in and offer him, for example, $18 million per year. It's over the max, the max increase he's allowed to get. So the most that Javante can get is 10 or $11 million per year. That's mid-level exception money. For a player that's producing, I think that they take a shot at that. I wouldn't necessarily say that Javante prices himself out. I don't think that there's a world in which the Bulls let Kobe and Javante walk in free agency. I just don't think that that's possible. I could be wrong, but I don't think that that's possible. So I wouldn't necessarily say it. I wouldn't necessarily say it. But all right, beautiful people. Be back Tuesday. We will be, we will be, uh, back for pregame, halftime hangout, and postgame for the, the game against the, the the Milwaukee Bucks. So be on the lookout for that. We're back full schedule. I got to get back in rhythm too. So that's going to be the first time that we're doing uh, pre-halftime and postgame shows since the preseason started. So be on the lookout for that. Over the course of the next two days, just as a scheduling update, I'm going to actually record the mailbag episode tonight. That'll be posted in the morning. Then about mid-morning around 11 a.m., you're going to get your actual Monday episode of Chicago Bull Central, so it's going to be a double episode. And then Monday night, you're going to get the second mailbag episode because you guys know I always do two mailbag episodes. So you're getting three episodes tomorrow, 
And then Tuesday, you're getting the post-game, pre, uh, the pre-game and the halftime hangout, and you're getting the normal daily episodes. So you're getting about seven episodes in the next two days of Chicago Bulls Central. So make sure you're tuned in. If it's your first time listening, this is the number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related because of you guys. And that's it. If you want to follow the show, make sure you do so. Hold, I, let me let me do it. I haven't done it officially yet. If you want to follow the show, make sure you do so at Bull Central Pod. If you want to send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, uh, BullCentralPod at gmail.com. I missed that up. See, I got to get back in rhythm. BullCentralPod at gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text and our voicemail for our mailback episodes, the number to do so, 773-270-2799. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related because of you guys. And like I like to end every episode on, go Bulls. Love you guys. Peace, y'all. And hit the damn like button. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media.